You're listening to SCGA Off the Hosel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Biff Lathrop. Hey, and welcome back to SCGA Off the Hosel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. I'm Alan Knight, joined by my man, Biff Lathrop. Biff, how are you? Doing great. Hope everyone's well out there, getting ready for a big, uh, I guess, September's kind of wrapping up now. We're getting ready to get into October, amazingly. It is. It's a little bit chillier this morning. How about that? I love a little bit chilly air. And after what we've been through the last few months, it's I nice know. to walk outside and not bust out into a sweat immediately. I'm still just happy you had four days at the state and without rain. I know. You I'm know. still celebrating myself. <laughs> it's good. It's so good. What's going on here at the SCGA? We just continue to keep it on. We uh, we started the 1st of September with our senior better ball out at Santee Cooper Country Club. We did that on September 3rd and 4th. and Another good good event, good weekend. We're, we're very thankful to Santee. They've been doing this for us for a long, long time now. And, um, you know, it's it, I tell people it's, it's, hard, it's hard enough to find golf courses now to host these golf tournaments, but to give it to us on a weekend, a shotgun, yep. and then to do the big barbecue lunch they do for us, it's a, it's a fun event. We have a good time there. I think the guys have a good time. And, uh, again, I think this is the third time this gentleman's held the trophy. But Eddie Hargett and his new partner, Brad Crapful, Columbia yeah, Country right. Club. That's right. Uh they shot, they shot 63-66-129 for a six-shot victory Man. in the rest of the field. Good for them. So, uh, Eddie's, Eddie's well on his way again to his, I think, his fourth <laughs> consecutive Senior Player of the Year award. Yep. Um, and he's earned it. He plays it. He goes out there and golfs his ball and makes it happen. So, congratulations to them. And, and thanks, Santee and the, uh, Santee Cooper again for having us. Just a very, very, very enjoyable weekend. And, uh we rolled into the next weekend. We had the Orange Jacket Classic, which is our junior event up at the Boscobel Club. Yep, the Harvey Brock Orange Jacket Classic. Yep, uh, yep. It's yep. Uh, and we had a had a full field up there. You know, now we're into weekend events now with the junior stuff. So schools back. Schools back. Yeah. Um, had a had a good event up there. They we had to fight through a little bit of weather that weekend. Uh, kind of ran up the state on us, and uh, but they they fought through that morning and had a, had a wet couple days, but made it happen as we try to usually do. And when it was all said and done in the girls' 13- to 18-year-old division, Mia Carls shot a 68-76-144 for a three-shot victory. Good for Mia. And then in the boys' 13-18, to 18, we had a tie when it was all said and done. Okay. Uh, Bennett, Scalita, and Gabe Schmitz uh, each ended up at 137 for a total and had a two-hole playoff. And Bennett Scala, uh, excuse me, Bennett Scalita won with a, a par on the second hole playoff. Congratulations, Bennett! So they shot at Bennett shot seventy sixty seven for a one thirty seven total to, to get in that playoff. So, yeah. Um, again, good to be up there. Good to good to have a uh, Boscobel and the Upstate crowd supporting everything that we're doing up there. And um, so it's, it's good. Jun- junior staff had a good time and a good weekend. Good deal. While they were playing that. The SCGA was back in town. We were at Columbia Country Club for the 38th playing of the players' four ball out at Columbia Country Club. And Alan, you had the honor, and, and we yeah. appreciate your help. You, you actually were a marker for us. I was for the first day. Kirk asked me. I saw Kirk on Friday when setting up, yep. and he said, "We need a marker. Do you want to play?" And I'm very iffy. And I said, "Who is it with?" And it was Dakota Hunter and. Andrew Groves, and I was like, I'm in. I enjoy those guys. So. Had you looked at the weather prior to that? No, I didn't realize. <laughs> like, I don't have great rain gear for golf, and I wasn't listening to the announcements like we said, so uh, I didn't realize it was cart path only. That was another downfall. Well, I certainly wasn't going to bring it to your attention when you showed up that morning, so I I, I, I knew that it was going to be a long walk and a long day. But I knew also, though, that I was getting your fried chicken tailgate meal at the end. Yep. So. Yep, we, 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 we kind of themed that towards the – 
football weekend tailgate lunch meal on Saturday. And, and you uh, had, they had the Gamecock game on the big screen yep. projector. That we was a nice it, touch. We had it streaming on the big projector. Yep. So it was, uh, it was good. It was fun. It's always a good time out there. The again, appreciative Columbia country club for having us out and, um, Full field, you know, we had 54 teams, I think, teed up that yep. morning, and uh, it was it was good. It was fun. But when it was all said and done, after two days, and we were fighting that same weather, those the, the kids were up at uh, up in that Boscobel area. Uh, Robbie Beershank and Parker Derby shot shot a scores of 64-64-128 for Man. a two-shot victory. <laughs> good you for You played them. it. That's pretty yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah, that, yes, it was. Long, it was long and wet and – uh, they 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 did good. That was that was two good rounds of golf out there for the conditions we were in. So very long, very wet, and and great, good playing. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, pretty pretty darn good. So it was it was good. It was a good fun weekend. Uh, again, we always look forward to that players four ball out there. And then you know, Alan, we just keep on running. We've got from from here as as this episode comes out, we'll be up at Rock Hill doing our forty plus series, a two nice. man two man event up there. Okay, good. Yep. Yeah. We're going. We're going. We're looking at twenty twenty three. Maybe trying to get a couple more of these forty pluses and uh, you know have some more opportunities out there because they, they they've been well received. Everybody likes to play them. They really like playing those partner events. For yeah, them. I was about to say you could. That would entice me to come play more forty plus. Maybe you and I ought to ought to I'll checkmate wait. and go in there and do it one day. <laughs> Make a video out of it. Oh my gosh! Episode that'd be hilarious, <laughs> entertaining at the best. I'm in though. Let All me right. know. Uh, that the 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 next weekend, the the twenty fourth and twenty fifth of September, we have we have two different events going on again. Our our juniors will be at Darlington for one of, another one of the player series events. Yeah. Uh, we got a waiting list, Al. That, that's how Do popular really? these events have become now. And it's not just because Darlington's doing a renovation or anything. They're doing no. a lot of work there. In fact, they're getting ready. I think they're going to be working on the 18th green. We might have to play 18 as a par three. Yeah. But um, yeah, we got 84 kids registered with wow. the waiting list. So that's, that's great. It's incredible. It, that series has really taken off and been very successful and done exactly what we had hoped for. And that same weekend, we're going to be – the SCGA is going to be down at the Muni in Charleston doing our first new championship. Awesome. And I can't tell you how long. Yeah, uh, the Pub Links Championship. You know, I bet you this is the first championship since the Lathrop was introduced. Is it not? Yeah, I think so. I, I need to go do a little research on it, but it's been it's been multiple years since we've yeah. had a new championship. We've we tried a couple different things that didn't work out, but man, this one's taken off. We we're full field. Um, I like the idea though. You talking about the food trucks and just yeah, the, it's the, going, we're going to try to make it a fun weekend and uh, trying to help the friends in the Muni at the same time down there. Okay. So it's uh, it's going to be a collaboration and. I, I I think everybody will enjoy it. I hope the weather cooperates and yeah. um, we'll get out there and, and make a good good two days out of it. Um, we come back straight from there. We get done on Sunday. We're gonna crown that champion on Sunday, and then the next morning uh, we'll be out at Wood Creek for the Possum. Okay. And, and for those of you who don't know what the Possum is, it's a four person event. Yep. It's the it's uh, representatives from from a club come and play, and it's, it's the pro official superintendent manager uh, is the theory behind it. Uh, we'll kind of let anybody play that wants to play, though, as a team. It is still pretty – for the most part, it's those for positions. Pretty much, yep, yep. We, we'll be out there at Wood Creek, and, and I think we've got 25 teams registered for it. Good deal. So, we're we're excited about being a part of it, and, uh, you know, we've got, got, got a good good crowd coming in. So, we're, we're excited about doing that again. That was always a good one. Yeah, it's fun. SCGA's putting a team together this year. Uh, myself and Jeff Cannell and uh, David Ellison and Danny Stubbs are going to tee it up together and see what okay. we can do. So good. Uh, last time I played last year, it didn't work out too well. We didn't, we didn't finish too well. Um, so that weekend, we go, we get right back on it, and the juniors are again at uh, the fort in '96. 
Okay. We're doing the Rick Veith Jr. Four Ball. Very cool. In collaboration with the First Tee Upstate. Nice. And um, we've got right at 40 teams registered right now, boy teams and girl teams. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're excited. It's, it's good to get that event back. You know, we, we lost it for a little while, but within with the player series developing, we were able to get it back into the to the rotation and, and give it a point value within the player series yes. section of yep. it. So, um, That's cool. That's a – it was always a good, popular event. And yeah, and, and excited for Rick because yeah. he, he created that event years ago. All your first champions were, were Jeremy Revis and, and Lucas Glover. It's not – and he did – yes, he did create it. But that man lived for that tournament every yes, year. Yes, he You know, he, he, put, he, he put his friends to work when we would go to Pebble Creek. So, he, this is well-deserved. And it's come full circle now because Rick's stepson, Jeremy Revis, is now kind of a co-owner there at the fort. Yeah. And so, we got the tournament at the fort and – and Jeremy's wife, Randy Revis, works with the first tee, so it's a it's a it kind of kind of all come together really nice. I think that's what they call synergy. I'm not a synergy. Real... <laughs> I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Yeah. Um, so when we finish up the Rick V four ball, we will come back the next day, October the third, and we've got the first of our two U.S. four ball qualifiers. We've got uh, 52 teams. We'll be at the Country Club of Lexington. Me and you want to try and do that one? <laughs> I don't think we'd have a chance in the world of getting through that one, eh? I know we wouldn't. If we could tee cut, it up. We could tee it up, but we wouldn't make the cut. If there, I know they're hitting one. I'm going to bet you, you know, we got some strong teams, and these four-ball teams come together for this national championship. It, I, I'll be very interested to see how low they go out there Country Club Let's of Lexington. Let's go ahead and put it on – Put it on record right now. What's your prediction for low score, low team at the U.S. Men right, qualifier? I'm going to I'm going to go with I'm going to go with a I'm going to go with a 62. Okay. For for low score. All right. That day of that qualifier. We'll see. We'll, we'll let see. you know. I could be a little low. I could be a little high. I don't know. I mean, I think 62 is a good number. 62 good number. Yeah. Over under number. Sam Jackson playing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. And he's going to be a he's going to be a favorite. Uh, yeah. He's leading our player of the year points and. Uh, he uh, he will be a favorite going to that one. So we we've got a lot of other events coming up in October. But we'll have another uh, off the hollow episode before then. So we'll talk about that. I know one of our big ones is the mid am coming up at Daltall the first. Of the next oh, weekend. that's gonna be so, a good one. Yeah, we're excited about that. And you know, coming up soon here also within the next couple of weeks, we hope it's in your mailbox. The Palmetto Golfer, the fall issue will be coming out. We had nice. a very successful new summer issue that came out this year. So that'll be a total of three issues a year now. And um, we're excited about getting this issue out and growth growth telling everybody about Growing, what, what's happening here with scga so and can they get that on the app or no yeah there's a link through the app okay so my scga app again you can do everything there post scores getting scga news register for tournaments and you can link to the palmetto golfer and get it get it through there and so you listen to this podcast on the you app. can get a link through there so it's all you really podcast. need is the scga app and you're done i'm telling you it's and it's free right everything at your fingertips free yeah. android and apple there you go so who we got today so today we've got walter todd senior man I living legend, I right? feel like. Yeah. I mean, he's been around. He's played in a lot of things. He and his brother won all those four balls and Walters won all these other events. And I mean he's just uh he's a player. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um has brought his family into it. His family's good people. It's uh just it was a it was a good hour or so with Walter and talking to him up there at our Musgrove Mill themed uh, off the Hosel series. This is the last one of those that we did. So we were, uh, we're excited about having Walter on the, on the show with us and uh, look forward and hope everybody enjoys the listen. Together, the South Carolina Golf Association, the South Carolina Junior Golf Association, and the South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation strive to promote, preserve, and grow the game of golf in South Carolina. Through a combined effort, each association and the foundation work to support amateur golf junior golf and grow the games initiatives throughout the state of South Carolina. Be sure to follow all three organizations on our social media handles for the latest and greatest updates and news.
The MySCGA app is also a great way for all members to post scores, follow live scoring at SCGA Major Championships, and stay updated on all things SCGA. To follow live scoring of the SCJGA events, download the SCJGA app. Walter Todd, welcome to SCGA Off the Hosel. Thank you for being here, my man. Well, thank you for having me. We got him on his home territory here, eh? I know. Yes. We're at Musgrove Mill. We're at Musgrove Mill. It doesn't get better than the mill. Uh, got a lot of good memories here and some disappointments as well. You've been coming here ever since they opened? I have. After I watched them build it. Did you? From the, yeah. That's, sure did. What's that Come been? Here 25, 30 years ago? That was probably in 1988. Watched them start building in 87. Wow. Yeah, Arnold Palmer came out here a couple of times. Did you, you, know, get, did you get to meet him? Before, I, you know, I never did. I guess I, was, I wish I would have. Yeah. But I just was too shy at the time, and he was very approachable, but I just didn't I didn't go up and shake his hand. I wish I would have. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, awesome. I would have loved to have seen this place being cut in. and, and I mean, just in the, I mean, for people that haven't been to Musgrove Mill, we, this is literally a golf course in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, no houses. No fire alarms, no 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 sirens, a river runs through it. <laughs> exactly. The beauty of it is the curse of it, is what I've always said. It's in the middle of nowhere and it's a hard <laughs> golf course and you know You're it right. can be and that's some people like that, some people don't. Yeah, that's, that's a very good yeah. point, this the beauty and the curse of it. I mean it is. I mean yeah. and, and we've done gosh, we've done everything here. I mean we've done every championship I think we've got, we've done I don't know if we've done the senior championship here, but um you know, when Lee Palms won the amateur here, I always says one of these golf courses that you can make you a lot of birdies. Right. But you can make you a lot of others real quick, too. Absolutely. I think Lee had, I think Lee won the thing, and he ended up having like, I don't know, four or five, six doubles or triples or whatever throughout the course of the four days out here, but still managed to get the rest of it around. He also won the mid-am out here. Yep. He beat me by a shot. <laughs> you remember that one, huh? that one. He birdied 16 to 17 and got up and down at the waist area at 18. Oh, wow. He beat me by a shot. My first yeah. mid-am, I think you lost in the playoff at Green Valley. Yeah, well, that was, yes. Liebler. I did, and I was defending champion that year, and that's probably the best golf I've ever played. Was that uh, Green Valley at that time? Yes. And, and Steve and I were way ahead of, I think, the rest of the field. Yeah. It was cold and windy, and the greens yeah. were firm. And uh, it was just both of us. And then we both birdied 18th hole. And then I bogeyed, three-putted the second playoff hole, and he beat me. But Well, let's, let's go all the way back to the beginning real quick. How did you get introduced to golf? You know, I've been playing golf pretty much ever since I could walk. My daddy loved to play golf, and I'd be at Lakeside Country Club. And, yeah. Um, T.D. and Monty, my older brothers, both play golf. And that's what we do, but we do it seasonally. Okay. You know, like a lot of a lot of kids growing up, mother dropped you off at the pool and get a swim, play golf, swim, eat a hot dog, go play more golf. <laughs> you know, it, it, was a, it was a great time. Was that Lakeside? Lakeside. All right, so tell me about Lakeside Country Club. You know, Lakeside is, <clears throat> is still dear to me. It's where I grew up, and I still play out there a lot. And a lot of the members there that kind of probably formed what I am or what I think about golf. I mean, it was a it was a great way to grow up. And there had been a lot of good players come out of Lakeside. You know, Parker Moore was a great player that came out of there. And uh, it's a little 63, 6,400-yard golf course. But, 
it's, I remember, it's pretty good, and there have been a lot of good old boys come out of there as well. Hap used to refer to your swing, I think, or, or maybe TDs as a lakeside draw. It was Walter. Yeah, yeah, when we would cut it so much. <laughs> <laughs> lakeside draw. I, I still, people still bring that up a lot. <laughs> I mean, back in the Balada days and for some of the woods, uh, we would slice the drawers off of it. I mean, really? we were hitting 25. I, I still, I, I know that story, and I've known that about Walter. But now I watch, watch him play, and it's, it, it, you don't have that quite that that cut. I don't, that I don't have that cut. I don't know if I was better when I cut everything or not. But who were some of the pros at Lakeside when you were there? Anybody that uh, stands? Well, up? Earl Tinsley was a pro when I was growing up, and he was there forever. And then John Smunk was there. Um, okay, he came a little later. Bill's brother. Yeah. So uh, I never knew John was up there. He I was. He was there for a good while. I'll be there. Yeah, he was good for, for Lakeside. Uh, was, Eddie Brown was during Eddie my Brown time? Eddie Brown was there as well. Okay. Yeah, they do not have a pro at the present time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Eddie was there, and they've had a lot of good pros out there. I've only been to Lakeside once, and it was to deliver something, drop something off for you, a trophy of some kind, that, where <laughs> it was just, well, I'd leave it there for you, and you'd Long pick it up later. But, yeah. Well, it hadn't changed much in – in fact, you go in that clubhouse, it looks about the same as it did when I was about five or six going in there <laughs> from a swimming pool. So. so have you ever gotten lessons in your life? I mean, who, was, who do you – when you're growing up, do you have an instructor? The only lesson I've ever – I've never really had a formal lesson. Yeah. Uh, my daddy would kind of give me pointers. Uh, but, no, I have actually never had a lesson. And I wonder – if I would have been better, if I'd have gotten lessons, or I'd have been worse, because right. I've seen it happen both ways. <laughs> I've seen people try to get lessons, and you know it might change the way they're natural do it, or something right. get too technical, or thinking about it. And so, yeah, I, I wonder if it'll help, but I, I don't know. Did you play junior golf any South Carolina Junior Championship? Any of that? I did play junior golf. In fact, I, I started out playing in Lexington and. I guess my first one when I was 15 or 16, I think it was Hap's first um, first one he took over. Okay. Maybe 1975 or 6. 76, and, right. yeah. And, uh, you know, so I've been playing these SCGA events long, about 45 years. <laughs> no no been doubt. a big part of what I do. Did you do college golf? You know, I played some college golf. I actually started – I played football at Walford for a couple of years. Wow. And the, the – so I played a couple of matches – or with with Walford, maybe one tournament, and I left there after a year and a half and went to PC, and we played golf, but it wasn't. We had a football coach drive us, and I don't know if we ever even had a practice. But <laughs> we had some good times. We didn't play too well, but we had some good times. Tell us about football. What position? I played quarterback. Nice. Not very well when I got to college, but I said in an interview I got a record I think to still and I can say this now without having a breakdown okay <laughs> but I think I got a record at Walford College and it's for the most interceptions thrown in one half <laughs> what is that number can you that tell is us? four okay. four and it was at Carson Newman on a Saturday afternoon and <laughs> I'll never had nightmares about it for years you. but well, now I can do you get to play the second half or they pull you no I played in and okay. played and then I played some after that. This was my sophomore year, first game I started. Uh, and But after that, I was about done. And I might look back, I could have maybe played somewhere else or done something or played another position. But I could see Walter being like a Michael Vick, a, a dual threat. Yeah, Did you run I, the ball? I run. I love to run. Yeah. And, you know, in fact, when I got there, I was a uh, freshman. Rick Kleininger was the senior. On the same so team? Rick and I. Nice. Yeah. We played together. 
for a year. So then you played a lot of golf against Rick back in the well, nowadays too, right? You know, I didn't know Rick. Uh, we kind of lost touch. But I was reading the Golf World magazine one time. I looked in there. He was living in Florida. Looking there, said saw Rick Clonder went to Florida Mid Am. <laughs> Forty one years old. That's the same Rick that. Yeah. You know, I used to. Uh, he's, so, been, he's been winning golf tournaments all all across the Southeast. Yeah. So we, you know, we played together as partners and played a lot together and hung out a lot together since then. So he's back in the Carolinas and he's done as well there. Yeah. As well. Yeah. After college, what kind of happened after college? You you go into the working world and. I did. You know, we were, TD and I worked together in the food service business and, you know, back we started playing four balls and, and everything together in my mid-twenties. I guess I started playing in the four ball in 1978 and we played, TD and I played every one of them for probably the next 27 years. At Camden, the CGA four ball? No, the oh, South Carolina oh, okay. four ball. This nice. is the SCGA podcast. I know, though. man. I know. <laughs> we, we played in the, in, in the CGA some. But for 27 years, I think we missed one South Carolina four ball. It was wow. a big deal to while, us. While we're talking about that four ball, because I, I got a list, list of other things we're going to go through, but since we talked about the four ball, this is pretty incredible. Uh, you know, you talked about y'all first started playing in 78, I guess, but it's, it's SCGA four ball championships with TD, 1986, 1995, 1997, 1999, and 2003. So that's five with TD. And then you turned around and you and Chip Witt went back to back in 08 and 09. To yeah. take, that's, that's incredible. That's, that's seven titles in a match play format. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty well, good. Well, that I guess that's a big part of you know why I'm here. I don't know. That was, that was my. Our had good partners. You know, yeah. TD and I battled for years, and I look back on that and some of the ones we won, and maybe some of the ones we lost. You, you it's it's hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. That's but a heck we, of a run. We stayed at it and we battled for you know 27 years at it. And I, I'm not trying to brag, but we in the five finals that TD and I had. We won four of them, one up. We won one of them, two and one. But we had one bogey in the wow. whole time. Oh, wow. I think the history will back me up on that. Uh, and I remember that bogey. It was against Schroeder <laughs> and Weiland. And uh, the last hole, we were one up at, at Wood Creek playing 18. And we, everybody scraping around. And I shook in about a three-footer for bogey to be on one up. I still remember that thing catching the left corner, too. <laughs> What do you think your greatest shot ever is? Mm. Do you have one that? Yeah, boy, I don't know. He's had a lot of great shots. I know. Yeah, I got a lot of bad ones, too. But, uh, <laughs> and I don't know. I know we one of the best shots I ever hit, we were one up playing uh, uh, Shane Birch, Bickler, and Mick Potter, I guess it was, in the finals of the four ball. And 17, it was at Cricket Tree. It was a good hole over the, over the yep. water. And TD and I both hit it in there about eight or ten feet. And, Oh, that's a good memory that right. just came to mind when you yeah. asked that question. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's been a lot of clutch shots in your tournament career, so it'd yeah, be hard and, to narrow and, them down. And there have been a lot of bad ones, too. Oh, I, mean, I understand. I, I learned it, that, you know, so. Well, let, let, while we're talking about a tournament career, and I, I, had to, I had to thin this out a little bit, so I apologize, but I, I kind of hit some highlights because I ran out of notepad. That's good. Um, so let's just jump in. We talked about the SCGA four ball championships. Uh, you also won the CGA four ball with Thomas Todd, your nephew, in 2009. Uh, you won the SCGA mid amateur in 2005, the CGA mid amateur in 2007. 
Uh, SCGA mid-air four ball in, in 2005 with TD and 2017 with, with Thomas. Um, the Partners Championship with TD in 97 and 99 with Rob Robala in 2004. Mm -hmm. uh, the CGA father-son you won in 2012 and 15 with Walt Todd, your mm -hmm. you, you oldest, junior. junior. Uh, the SCGA father-son championship you won with uh, Walt in 2010 and 2016, and then one with Neil in 2017 and 2020. Yes. Uh, <laughs> senior four ball with Eddie Hargett in 16 and 17. Golly. Senior Festival of Flowers in 16, 17, and 19. The Senior Jones Cup was a big one in 17. Uh, you were a 24-time Palmetto Cup participant. That's incredible. Okay. Yeah, that, that's been a lot of fun. <laughs> and it's been fun to have you at those. And then okay. uh, we'll finish up with the, the ultimate honor from the South Carolina Golf Association that you've earned was in 16, 17, and 18, you were our Senior Player of the Year three years in a row. Man. And all, all of those are dear to me, too. Right. Trust me. They bring back a good memory when you say it. And uh, I treasure every one of them. And mind you now, there's a lot of others that I didn't put in there, like oh, the yeah. – uh, Let's see. I just let me throw let me throw one out here. The the twenty time Lakeside Country Club champion, <laughs> <laughs> fourteen Lawrence County Amateur champions. I mean, I could go on and on right. and on. It's oh, incredible. Well, thank you. Yeah, You've won some stuff out here at Musgrove too. I remember match play champions. I believe. Yes. Yes. They have get twice a year at a club championship. Out there, they have a stroke play and a match play, and it's nice. been fun. You still yeah, play and the game, and the and the golf course has helped my game. Yeah. You know, it, it opened. I think I, I really got a lot better when when they did open Musgrove. I, I, I look back on things, and I say when I got married about the same time, Lynn was been a great calming influence on me. Yeah. And then when they opened Musgrove, I learned to play golf a lot better. And I was playing with Randy Glover, and he he would play with us a lot and help us a lot. You know, he was a great player and probably still is if he yeah. – but he helped my game a lot as well. So did you know. Walt and Neil learn to play out here? They did, and they learned to play at Lakeside as well. Okay. But, you know, both of them playing out here and having this where you got to hit shots and waste bunker shots and trap shots and move it. and Yeah, it's, been, it's a good place to grow up and learn to play golf. I mean, that's got to be pretty cool, you know, the family atmosphere when you're sitting around and – Cause, I mean, they've got some titles themselves, and, and, yes. and I mean, just a competitive golfing family. I mean, that'd be fun, just a little afternoon family golf trip to go out there and see who can beat who. Yeah, that's been great. You know, the fact that my boys love to play and play competitively, yeah. and, you know, we we play together in the father-sons, and we play together in some four balls as well. But, you know, I couldn't be that partner or that guy who says, you know, and I get a little age on me, you know, we're going to keep playing. <laughs> Y'all get you somebody new, guys. <laughs> How do you decide who you play with in these father-son events? Do you have well, a we, we alternate every year no matter what. Uh, I'll play with Walt in the South Carolina or Neil in the Carolinas every year. And we yeah, alternate. Nice in person. fact, Walt and I are leaving tomorrow to go play in the Carolinas. Nice. And have you ever – you've had to win the father-son, I would think. Who have you won yeah. with Walt? I won – I've won the South Carolina with Walt and Neil. Good. And Walt and I have won in the um, the Carolinas. All right. And then um, we've lost. Neil and I have lost in the playoff in the Carolinas, and Walt and I actually lost in the playoff in the Carolinas as well. Uh, well, I'm just glad you're not discriminating on who you win with. Like, no, you know, no, Neil and Walt. So. And it's not. Both of them are 
you know, good partners. Oh, good partners. yeah, good, both great guys. I great guys. That. No grandbabies yet, though, right? No, Neil got married. Um, Neil got married last September to a girl okay. we love. Yeah. And she's starting to play golf and loves it. <laughs> good. Great. Yeah. And uh, Walt is not married yet, but he has a girlfriend. And Yeah. Yeah. So. We're, all right, let's catch us up to speed on those. They both graduated college. Yes. Walt uh, graduated at Winthrop and played at Winthrop. Yeah. And Neil graduated at Lander and played at Lander. Okay. What are they doing for a living now? Walt is working in real estate with Danny Ezell and Bobby Hines. Okay. And uh, Neil is working Carolina Concrete. Nice. He's in sales, and both of them are making a little progress. So. And still get time to play when they need to. Uh, Walt plays more than Neil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can vouch for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see Walt a lot more than I see Neil. Yeah, Walt's not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk junior golf real quick with those two growing up. The SCJGA days. Any memories as a parent from those events? You know, my wife loved it, and she would take them to most of the events, and yeah. I would go to some of them and follow them. But yeah. she, she, I give her credit for she she loved it and she would take them here there and made a lot of friends with the other parents that we still have today and yeah uh yeah she was a a very good junior mom lynn lynn no doubt and biff and i were talking before you got here she gets the vip award for going through your career going through the boys junior golf and then their college i mean she's been through it all i i I give her a lot of credit she deserves it i may not have as much as i should have at times but you know i was going playing golf a lot of times when they were four and two and five and three and coming home on Sunday night. <laughs> she, she's been great. And she's a school no, teacher, wasn't she? Enough credit. She works in the school district. Okay. She yeah. has taught school at times, and uh, but she works in the school district as a volunteer coordinator and deals with parenting issues and, yeah. and that kind of thing. And she still comes to watch golf. I mean, Walt and Brandon Truesdale made right. the finals this past June uh, here at Musgrove okay. for the four ball. Yeah. And she was the first one on the tee to watch them take well, off and go. And yeah. you just took her to uh, British Senior Am with and you, And she watched me yeah. scrape it around over there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. She is a VIP when yeah. it comes to watching the family I, golf. I'm, I'm not going to discredit her any because she – yes, and I think her – just me, when I got married, I think it's coincided with when I started to play better Does golf. she play a little bit? She plays a little bit. She, she got a set of clubs, and she may play two or three times a year. But she mostly plays tennis. Yeah, she, I knew she, she plays a tennis. lot of tennis. In fact, she's a golf coach. I mean, a tennis coach at Lawrence High for the girls and the boys. Oh, really? That's something she's taken on the last couple yep. of years. I was about to say she put her tennis career on hold while these guys played golf for yeah. years. But yeah, she's she's been great. Uh, you were also a CGA past president, correct? Yes. <laughs> Tell me about the service there. Two-year deal? It was a two-year deal. I think I served on that committee for like 17 years and, you know, learned a lot. You know, what you guys do, I mean, that's a lot of work running so many tournaments and, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a good experience and. Was it tough? I mean. You know, it wasn't too bad. I was probably, Jack Nance would probably tell you, I was a little more hands-off than some of them in the presidency and then I would let the the guys kind of handled it the way they right and i had a great group of people and uh yeah i learned a lot they have grown they have grown so much and there's people like you and and that have helped nurture this relationship with scga and the cga and how we we partners i mean we work together and we're friends and we've we we have fun with each other but we we're all doing the same thing for the same purpose but uh you know that that organization has grown so much now. I mean, I think they're up to like 18 staff members or something like that now. Wow. It's incredible. Um, but 
you to be part of that and then yeah. see, see all, all the ins and outs of what goes on in the association world. Yeah, well, I remember we did have a meeting years ago as a Greenville Country Club, and your daddy was there, and a, a lot of us from the CGA and the SCGA, and, you know, we talked about what's the best way to go. Yeah. And I thought at the time, and I think most people did, it, everything was going so good with you guys at the SCGA, and just leave it like it is. Yeah. And I think that was the best decision because you, you guys are thriving, and I think they are too, as you said. Yeah, it's it's been wonderful. It's been a great relationship, yeah. and – uh, we're, we're fortunate to be able to work closely together and uh, do a lot of the same things, like I said, for, for the same purposes. So we, right. we're excited. What, yeah. what, do you have a favorite, I'd say, victory in mind or, or one that was probably your toughest to overcome? Because all the stuff that we've mentioned, like I said, I remember watching you and Leibler in the playoff yeah. at Green Valley. Yeah. Um, I remember the photo of you on, on green, under that big tree at Greenwood when you won the mid-am. That was a big deal, yeah. That, that was an awesome photo, and I hate that the tree's gone now. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know. it. That was the, the logo of the club. It was. It was. But, yeah, that probably, I guess, I, I, I probably if I ever wanted to look at myself as maybe a, a top player, I, I had to maybe win a, a major individual title. Yeah. And I'd been close a bunch of times, and to finally win over at Greenwood was a – was a big deal to me. Yeah. yeah. You look very happy in that picture. I, I was happy. <laughs> I'd lost – I'll tell a quick story. I'd lost uh, – the Festival of Flowers was over there that year, yeah. the same year. And that was a big deal to me. Boy, I wanted to win that golf tournament so bad if, <laughs> you, know, you couldn't believe it. Yeah. So I, I played well. I got in the playoff with Vince Hatfield. And Vince, you know, Vince was mm -hmm. a hell of a player. Still is a hell of a player. But um, yeah, we got to the third playoff hole – and uh, hit a good drive out there, Vince, about 20 yards. I mean, they're number three at Greenwood. Yep. And I had a wedge. Walt was caddying for me. Lynn and Neil were there. Uh, like half of Greenwood that played golf was there. <laughs> had a wedge. I remember telling Walt, Walt, perfect wedge for me. I flat chunked it. Oh. Chunked it, chipped by, lipped out coming back, lose the playoff. Mm. So, I, uh, you know, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to tell another quick story. I, uh, I, I was so sick about losing, I could hardly mumble. I had a green, Greenwood index guy. <laughs> Most competitive person I knew, I think. Right. Yeah, but anyway, I left, and somebody told me that next week. He said, guys over there talking about how you choked. I said, yeah, well, I, maybe I did. I probably did. I guess I did. I mean, you know, what I do, the only thing. But I said, you know, I don't even care. And, you know, I guess if I'd have said that years ago, I, I probably did care, but – I really, at the time, I didn't even care that much. I was so sick about losing, and I choked. Maybe, I, you know, I, I, it was painful enough, no matter what they said. Right. So um, I, I called – the next Monday, I called over there at a guy named Johnny Vickers who ran the cheeseburger house in, in 96, and uh, I was taking his order. And right in the middle of taking an order, he said, uh, hey, Walt, what happened to you over at the festival? The old boy said, you choked. I said, Johnny – I choked my damn guts out. You need any ketchup this week? But I mean, that it was kind of just, you know. I, and the fact is, I choked or I made played miserable at times under pressure, and at times I, yeah. you know, I played well. And if you play enough golf, you're gonna do it. It's gonna happen. And you just better accept it. And don't matter what anybody says, or don't matter what they, you That's know, you got to go on to the next shot or the next. But it's something about that kind of cleansed me. I said, yeah, I, I did choke. <laughs> I'll choke again. I'll deal with it. So, 
I tell you another thing about your career, Walter, with with the time I've spent with you, which has been 25 years now, uh, you're one of the most uh, uh, cautious cautious players as far as the rules are involved. Yes. I mean, I know you, I, you and I, I can't count how many times you've asked me, is this okay, is this right, are we doing yeah. this right? And, but then you also have two of the biggest examples of a rules violation that I've seen that not of any course of yours, and I, you, I know you'll remember these two. One, we were at Old Field for the mid-end four ball, I believe, UNTD, <laughs> and I believe one of the car attendants, when you pulled up, they pulled your bag out, out the back of the car, and the drivers wouldn't fit in the bag, and he just grabbed whatever and put them in the bag, and I think UNTD got it like hole four, maybe? Third hole. Man. Third hole, and that's when I heard this loud roar, and they going, you could hear them going back and forth <laughs> at each other. I've never heard this They got story. a four-stroke penalty because they found it on the third hole. Golly. And, and then you got another club penalty in there, too, that, that I, I will forever remember. And this was the hardest one I ever had to give. Tournament of Champions, shotgun start. You're playing with a fellow. I don't even know if you knew the fellow in your cart with yeah, you. Never played with him. No, no, I'm saying. Warm-up <laughs> session. <laughs> they did. They come back, they put their clubs in their respective bags, we thought. They get out there and start on whatever hole seven, yeah. whatever it is. You get about four holes into it, and you realize. The second hole, I think. Second right. hole, and you got this fella's. If this fella had gone back and put his wedge in Walter's bag. Yeah. And really? he had a chip shot on the second hole, couldn't find his wedge. And he says, in your bag. Yeah, it's in my bag. I said, uh-oh. <laughs> Man, and Walter got the four shots. Yeah, that that just goes to show you always count your clubs check, before you start. Bag, right? I mean, That's of all true. the things, Walter, <laughs> those yeah. two were amazing. I, I was <laughs> going to bring that up also. How Walter would be cautious, and I remember one time with me, there was a, a ruling with a divot, and you repaired a divot that was like two feet in front front of the ball where it lay. Yeah. You're like, Are you sure I'm not in trouble? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I promise, I promise you're okay. Well, if I've ever done, I've done it for myself. Yeah, I, sure. I, I, I'm not doing it for anybody else. I'm not trying to be a martyr. I'm just trying to have peace of mind. <laughs> I, I, trust me, I'm not doing it. To, I'm going to yeah. tell you another story. The first time you and I ever really had a conversation was the mid-am, mid-am qualifier at Orangeburg, USGA. You and I and Chris Miller and James were down there, and, and that's when you were playing number two as a par four. Yep. So we'd move some tees. And you went to the original tee, and I was like – and you were about to tee off in the wrong spot. I don't know if you remember this. And I, and what, what course? Orangeburg, number yeah. two. Yeah. And it was – you were in a twosome. Because nine like, and two shared a tee box. Right. And I didn't want to mess your rhythm up, but I didn't want to let you tee off in the wrong tee box either. And I ran out there and stopped. I was like, Mr. Todd, Mr. Todd, <laughs> we're up here. And, and you and I was right in stopping you, thank goodness, oh, sure. and didn't get yeah, a penalty. Thank but you. <laughs> I was like, man, if I'm wrong, I'm going to mess this but, guy up. Yeah, you wouldn't mess me up. But I tell you, it's appreciated. Instead yeah. of just, you know, I mean, it's appreciated that you're looking out for not only yourself, but for the field as well. I mean, that, that's what totally. it's all about. Totally. Yeah, not, I appreciate it. I mean, it's a thing of honesty and, and admiration on your part for – Making sure you didn't do anything wrong. You you know Harry Reynolds very well. Just won our amateur championship down at Debadoo. Oh, I know, yeah. From Greenville, he plays yeah, in Indiana. So play, I think Harry plays down here too as well. He might. He probably yeah, does. He probably he does. does. He he was during his junior career when he was a junior Walt Todd. He there was one time a junior tournament. I said, "You're good, Harry. No penalty. Whatever he did is fine." And, and about an hour later on Instagram, "Are you sure I'm okay?" And I was like, "I promise you're okay." You know. Yeah. So. Well, it's a game. You know, it's a game of gentlemen, and you yeah. – it's just part of it. I think most people would be the same way. Have you ever seen yeah. anybody cheat? We don't have to name names. Uh, I don't think I have. Just yeah. outright. Right. I can't – it doesn't come to my mind yeah. just on purpose. Yeah, good. No. We just mentioned USGA qualifier. You've played in a couple of USGA championships as well, haven't you? 
I played in three U.S. Mid-Ams and three U.S. Seniors. How was, how was that event? How were they? Uh, Overwhelming? It, it was great. Okay. You know, it's a, it's a fun experience. Uh, I made match play once, probably the best I ever played in 2010, I think, when the Mid-Am was at Conway Farms. Okay. I qualified fourth and I won my first match and got beat in the second match in a, in a really good match. And then the uh, – the U.S. senior, I made match play every time. The best I ever did, I got to the quarters at, at Old Chatham. I think that was 2019. Okay, in Winston-Salem. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, it's um, Durham. It? Okay. Durham, okay. right okay. outside of Raleigh. Gotcha. But, yeah, that was a good run. I laid egg when I got to the quarters. I didn't play well when I got beat, but, you know, I was there. I had fun. Yeah? Yeah. They put on a good show. They, they, they do a great job. Yeah. Yeah. They were a major. I mean, it's a <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. big deal. Have you been approached about the live tour? Uh, no. Okay. So those we can. You're going to be back for the four ball next year. We can uh, confirm yeah. that. All right. Good. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. How about what a piece of advice would you give any up and coming golfer who's thinking about getting into competitive amateur golf? You know, just enjoy it and take it one. It's easy to say, but take it one shot at a time. Don't worry about what other people say or what they do, or just play your game. Uh, don't worry if you, like I say, if you choke or go to the next shot. Or if you hit a great shot, go to the next. And it's hard to stay on that level. Yeah, right. I understand it now, but I've done done it for 50 years. And it's hard to don't get caught up hard in to that. stay in the moment sometimes. Yeah. How about the favorite golf? What's your favorite golf course you ever played? Oh, Not Musgrove Mill. I thought about that a time or two. You know, I, I went to Scotland with TD and Monty. That's my two older brothers and my father. Uh, the year before, we, before he, you know, he couldn't do it anymore. And uh, so, I don't know, we played Turnberry, the first one over there. I thought that was great. And played Royal Dornick. I actually played in the British Senior Am, you know, like that. Royal Dornick's fantastic. Man. So, some of those over there. And, it, you know, I love the courses around here. I love Palmetto, Country Club of Charleston. love Musgrove. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anywhere anywhere has got a better it's golf, choice of as long golf, as you're golf in South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get an exemption into the British Senior Am? Did you have to qualify? You you get an exemption by making match play in the U.S. Senior. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know maybe if you jutted over there to the pond real quick and did a qualifier and came back. You know, they don't – I don't think they have qualifiers for the U.S. Senior Am. I think they do for the U.S. Senior Open because some of those guys – The were, British. The British Senior yeah, Open, yeah. excuse me. Some of those guys were staying over there and uh, and – trying to qualify money. In fact, a couple of guys made it. From, you've, played, yeah, you've played in the British Senior Am a couple of times, haven't you? Yeah, that's my third time. That's what I thought. How, how is it competing over there versus over here? It's a little it's a little different game, and I hadn't played it as well as right. I would hope. It's fun, but you you got you to gotta kind of don't go with the yardage. You might have got a 180-yard shot and want to fly at 140 yards. Or, really? We're, we're, we're recording this right now, the, the – week after the British. the open yeah. that they yeah. call it and and i watched i don't watch a lot of golf but i watched that sunday round over there and i mean the, the, the like you said the yardages it's not a oh, you're not flying it to the hole you got to fly it to another spot to hope it gets to where you want it to go to yardage wise and you see the way those fairways are running and the greens and it's a little different game, the humps and the bumps. and the, It's fun golf. Did you get some of that wind? Did you get some of that nasty we wind? We got some wind, but not not like you can get over there. Right. Yeah. I saw you had a push cart I on pushed the cart. social media. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it, most, most people no, did. No riding over there. You don't really don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Interesting. So they're not toting coolers around full of beer and everything no. over there, are they? <laughs> they do it. They they sneaking them and carrying them in that bag. They would be. They so- use them, but I didn't see them use them on the golf course. Some SCGA players would be handicapped. Yeah, by that fact. yeah, yeah. You we know. we got asked. I got asked one time if we'd ever thought about banning alcohol, and I was like. I can't do that to participation levels. We would, yeah. We'd lose a lot of folks. So. That actually came across when I was on the CGA board. Somebody approached me and said, you know, I don't know. I think they ought to do it. I, you know, I, but I'll bring it to the board. And it didn't get very far. Now, I got so, some people, they, 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 warm, they don't warm up by hitting range balls. They warm up by <laughs> beer. cold beer yeah. before they get out there. So. Swing loop. That's it. That's it. Sometimes you need it. <laughs> serves them well. That's right. <laughs> some of them, it really serves them well. Yeah. So what uh, I want to give you opportunity before we get out of here to plug your current business too. Yeah. So, rep you you repping for a couple of different companies? Yeah, I've got like nine different companies now, and I can set my own schedule. It's I'm enjoying it. Calling and being around golf courses, calling on people I've known for years. Uh, Bert Atkinson was great in helping me get started. I sell hats for Bert and some other lines, you know, together. So. Uh, yeah, Bert's helped me a lot, and I, I really am enjoying it. I've seen some belts of yours around yeah. town that I, I saw them in Camden and Northwoods, and, or the Spur at Northwoods, and I asked Greg, and he said, those are Walters. And I was yeah. like, well, I'm going to see them next week. Good deal. I mean, RSCGA flags we've, yes. we've gotten through flags. you. And that's a good line for me. we got some Kent uh, Wool socks. Kent Wool socks, the thing we're doing for the amateur this year. Yeah. Um, so, so thank you. Yeah. No, I, I, think it's, I think it's neat that you're able to do something – Maybe not full time as as you know that have to be locked into necessarily, but but to be able to keep it within the game and and do some you're, you're interested in doing too. Exactly. I mean, I go to those pro shops and see people I know, and I sit in there with the pros. I, I really do enjoy it. I got to tell you, it's cool for me. We're going been going to that the Carolinas PGA Super Show that they do every February, and all of a sudden a couple of years ago Walter showed up and I thought he was just walking around. He had a booth over there. He's working. <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah. wheeling and dealing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's kind of funny. Same thing happened to me with John Mathias at the Carolina Superintendent Show. And he had a booth. He sells piping. And I, I oh, said, yeah. what are you doing here? Yep. Like, this is my booth, though. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Do you come Do you, Do you? you come up to Musgrove, and do you do a lot of practicing up here? in this wonderful short game facility they got. And, um, I do. Yeah. And I, I probably do most of my practicing out there, which is – you know, I guess I, I don't know if my body's as good to just hit balls on the rain. You can't do it in the heat anyway. So, yeah, right. that's a great short game area, and that, that's been very beneficial. Although my short game had a few struggles here lately. Well, you got to have a short game around here. I've, you you know, do. I, I, Musgrove is always – I've always thought – is one of my favorite golf courses, by the way, but I've always thought that, yes, off the tee and there's trouble left and right, but, I mean, it's, when you get up around those green complexes and you miss some of those green complexes and, and you can get some funny – Funny shots. Uh, yeah. and you're just trying – you're not you're not thinking about making par. Sometimes if you short-side yourself, especially when the greens are really firm and fast, you're thinking about, you know, be glad to make a bogey yeah. when, you, right. when you miss the green. The value I remember Bill Smock telling me that at, at Charleston one year in Nozell. You said, you short-side yourself. You're just trying to make a bogey. I said, you know, that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, you, you miss some of those greens when they're firm and fast, and yeah. it's tough. it's tough recovery. Did you play in the Azalea, the men's No, Azalea? I hadn't played in the Azalea in a few okay. years. Mm-hmm. You know, I played in the senior Azalea yeah. for years, uh, but they discontinued that. Right. I love that golf course, but that's kind of kind of out age out of that regular Azalea. Yeah, it's a tough crowd there. That's a good – I'll say. we yeah. got the amateur championship going there in 2024. You ought to get your game together. 
maybe I'd make a run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was there anything we left unsaid you'd like to say? Uh, no, I appreciate the time. Um, no, I not that I know. Of. Well, well I, I will say this, and like I said, I've, I've been watching you for a long time. You know, Dad's big thing was, you know, he he know he understood where he was in his career when. The juniors, like you said, your yeah. junior was 76 when he started. He said when his when his juniors started playing in his senior tournaments, he, he yeah. realized he'd been around a long time. And I've seen you come around and, you know, between you and your boys and TD and Thomas and the Todd family. And, I mean, this Todd family's a, it's a name in golf, in South Carolina particularly. Well, thank uh, you. And it's been fun to watch and be a part of it and, and to have you, your family, represent the game as, as well as y'all have it's it's always always a pleasure to be around you well thank you so much i will say you know i, I go back when i look back i i remember playing with dick horn and playing with leroy raven oh yeah playing with pudding you know and then wow. playing with you know played some with jonathan bird or dj trahan lucas yeah. uh you know so you get the generations and you don't get in any other sport and and south carolina's a tight Nick group of, of golfers and what they've done is you know i give your daddy a lot of credit for that i, sure. think, I think he deserves so much uh, of the players they've had and you see walker cup players players have won on a pga tour and you know he 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 grew the game here and he gets some credit but i don't know if he gets enough of what he's done well he, he's done a lot he, yeah. he sure has and i played you know like i said i played for 40 something years and pretty much every tournament i play when he he was there when you tee off, and he was there when you leave. Yeah. Well, he, is a, he, he was a one-man show. He didn't have a yeah. choice at that time, for sure. Yeah. So he, he did a lot. He and Mom yeah, were running amazing, those amazing what they did do. Yeah. Do you have a good hap story from the day you could share? <laughs> oh, I probably do. I got a good pudding story. There you go. With you. Uh, Alan Powers, as as we're talking about pudding. Yeah. Alan, you know, he was a larger-than-life kind of. And he said he, he'd tell the story himself. He was on a plane. He lived in Greenville for a while. He said he was on a plane. I'm not sure if he was coming from Greenville to Spartan, Greenville to Atlanta, Atlanta to Greenville, but a small plane. He noticed this guy get on the plane, nice-looking guy, had on a golf shirt. He said, I'm going to start up a conversation with him. So the plane gets up. And he asked the guy, he said, uh, are you from Greenville? The guy said, yes, I am. He said, uh, Alan asked me, do you play golf? He says, I do. He says, uh, how about you? you? You from Green? I said, I am. He said, you play golf? I said, I, I do. He said, in fact, I'm one of the most accomplished amateurs. You know, Pudding would tell you he's pretty good. I'm okay. one of the most accomplished <laughs> amateurs in the, in the Carolinas. I won the Carolinas Am and uh, won the South Carolina match play. I was all ACC at South Carolina. He said, uh, my name's Alan Powers. And the gentleman said, uh, are you the one they call Pudding? He said, <laughs> I am. He said, nice to meet you. I'm Jay Haas. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is great. Wow. No, Pudding would tell that story. <laughs> I wish we could get Pudding on this thing. He yeah, would have been yeah. great back in the day. I never he met had, him. He had some great stories. He and that story has been somewhat verified. <laughs> Diller brought it up one time, and I remembered Pudding telling the story. So. That's awesome, well, man. man. Well, Walter, thank you so much for taking the time to come out here to your home place and sitting down with us and reliving some of the stories in the past that You've been such a big part of it. It's incredible. Like I said, that resume is unbelievable. So. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's been my pleasure. I appreciate all y'all have done. Thank you, sir.